What's up, y'all? Hey, you already know what today is. It's Friday. It's time to get on in there. Let's get in this word on today. Man, I know y'all ready and already. Let's get it. What's up? What's up, y'all? Hey, man, this is another Word 100. I'm your host, Joseph King Cannon. Along with Maisha King Cannon. Hey, I... Man, look, it's been a long wait. But first and foremost, we got to give a special thank you to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. So on today, are y'all expecting something? Because I know I am. Mm-hmm. I know I am. Mm-hmm. So we kicking it off. So what we got on today? All right. So our current event is about a bill that was proposed in Israel at the beginning of the week where anybody, anyone that was trying to convert someone or minister or um, serve as a missionary for Jesus or for Christianity, they would be place in jail for speaking about Jesus in Israel. So what happened was two Orthodox Jewish lawmakers proposed this bill. Imagine that in the land of Israel. God's land. Well, everything is God's, but in the land of the Jewish people, imagine you can't even say Jesus in Israel. That's crazy. The land where he was walked in and all that. Imagine that. And so Like I said, it was two Orthodox Jewish lawmakers that proposed it. Because they said, you know, it's just like at a a high rate of people just converting to Christianity. Confessing Jesus. So they're saying, "Mm -mm, we're going to put a stop to this. But however, someone put a stop to their proposal to the bill. Prime Minister Netanyahu. Yahoo stood up and said, Mm-mm, that's not going to happen. He struck down or, or I say, uh, he disallowed the, the bill. So it's, it's no longer in process to uh, being approved. He stood up. I think he's a, a good leader. I've been watching him over the years and I think he's God's man. So, and with him being Jewish himself, he struck down um, that bill. So when you think about it, it's like it's nothing new under the sun. Nothing new under the sun. Just like when Jesus walked the earth and when his, his ministry started, there were the, the vipers, he called them. That watched everything he did. <laughs> they watched every move. 
because they they were hating on Jesus. And I'm not saying that, um, and we're not anti-Semitic or nothing like that. It you know it is what it is, um, because. Like I said, it was two Jewish lawmakers that proposed it. And then it was the top Jewish lawmaker that struck it down. So we're not speaking against any type of group. But in the Bible, there were people that fought against Jesus. Orthodox Jews did, right? Uh, The Pharisees and the Sadducees. And they were, you know, when we say Orthodox, they were... Strictly to the law, right? And so, like I said, it's nothing new under the sun. So it's come around again where, you know, in the land of Israel, they're trying to not speak about Jesus. So is that not a sign to anybody of what we're living in now? Not what's coming, but what is now. What was already spoke that was going to happen now. Yeah. We read this uh, that scripture last last episode, Matthew twenty four. What was gonna be coming? The signs that you were gonna know that you know the time is time to get right with him. It's time to it's time to get it right. Time to get back in in place and see when you see that it's a persecution. That, that's when you know you have to have perfect discernment. Mm-hmm. You have to have perfect discernment and understanding like what you have to separate from to understand. Like Apostle says, the almost right. Mm-hmm. Not what's right, but what's almost right. You know, and you got to make sure that's why the Bible says in Matthews, you know, you got to make sure when you if you have an ear, will you hear? What's being said in the churches, what's being said, who are you listening to? Like I was talking about earlier, and thank God for the current uh, event. Like I was saying earlier, uh, and it's been, you know, for the past couple of days, but what is your big emphasis on? Like, what are you really focusing on? And watching, like, are you paying attention to what's going on and not saying looking at the news and getting terrified by it? Because, you know, the news are tricky. They put on there because they know what's going on, but they putting it out there because it has to sell. It has to be a distraction. If you look on here, so many distractions. And like we talked about before, the enemy will distract you. And you won't even know that you're being distracted until he's finished distracting you. So when I get your mind off of this thing, I can put something else in front of you. But what all that's doing is taking your way, taking away the alone time between you and God to, to discern the time, the signs of the time. Now, you know, a lot of people is getting in emotional wise and thinking that's a discernment. No, that's not a discernment. That's on your own flesh. That's why I was talking about not being carnally minded, but being spiritually minded because. I had I talked about it earlier. It's in Romans 8 and 5 through 6. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. And the things of the flesh are anything tangible and stuff physical that you can touch and see. That's why it says uh, when you look at the attack on people, 
in the minds and stuff it's it's not the person you the person could be like the best thing the like man they ain't got this but it's the spirit that comes behind the person that transfigure everything and then it causes you to see like hold on wait a minute what what am i what, what who is that you know and you don't know but that's why like uh brother joe when shout out to him he preached wednesday night Papa joe. when he was saying through all the stuff that were going on you know not to speak unadvisedly because you can put things in the atmosphere me and my wife we talk about this all the time i, I probably say it all the time or a lot i'd be like look man you know, I, it, it sinks in when you hear it so much and then you start to really see, like I was saying, when you get in that presence of him, you start to see and understand stuff that you thought you understood. You really didn't understand. Your eyes are open because now you're opening and surrendering and letting God direct your sight. That's why when I pray now, sanctify my mind, sanctify my eyes, my ears and my spirit. You know, let let uh, your name be glorified in my days, in my life, and in my praise, because I want it to be accepted. I don't want to just be sounding good or it. Ooh, he praying. Nah, nah. You, what you felt? <laughs> Do you know what I'm feeling when I'm praying? Do you know what what I'm battling with? Do you know understand how where I'm I'm making sure I don't go left. And when I'm trying to stay right, you know, even though I'm a go, like I said in the book of Habakkuk, two and three, where it says, you know, when you have to fight for it, though you got to fight, you know what I'm saying? When that time comes, it's an appointed time. You won't have to tarry for it because when you get in him, he's he's going to make everything easy. Like they say, Sunday morning, mm-hmm. you know, and like in the book of Job, it says, even though it any position that you in might not seem you're where you're supposed to be but it it might seem small but even though it seems small the latter end is going to increasingly great it's going to be greatly increased Mm -hmm. if you just stay patient in them and and don't worry about it because i posted something earlier that goes right along with it i said don't get what you want which is the resource and leave what you had which was the source and then come running back to the source, which is God, when the heat turns back up. Cause see, that's that's like the normal in in flesh carnality. Oh, I I get what I want, and then I'm gone. But then not thinking because you're only thinking for the moment, for right now. Yeah, we don't think in for the next day because, like the Bible said, what is your life? You're here right now, gone in an instant. Your, your, your life is as a vapor. So when you, like it says, when you mind the things of the spirit, you 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 obtain, what is it? For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You enter in into a whole nother atmosphere peace and i like i told my wife before we talk about it we both be on the same thing and i've said it numerous times i'm gonna fight for my peace by any means necessary because i know where it's a dark place where i was or anybody i'm just speaking from experience you don't want to go back to that place you know that that that's a that's a place where 
you had to keep looking over your shoulder. You had to wonder like, man, when I'm going to come out? When I'm going to get this? When I'm going to get that piece? Why every time I turn around, this and that going on? Because you weren't in him. Mm-hmm. You weren't all the way in him. You you was barely there and then in and out, in and out, you know. And I, I'm only speaking on myself on that, you know. So it was, you know, with that verse of Romans 6, 11, Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Through Jesus Christ alone, we are made unto God. We are made alive unto God. If we are dead to sin, that it will lose, it will lose its power over us. Because we're we're ignoring that. We're moving out of that and getting into him. Because if you keep your mind stayed on him, he'll keep us in perfect peace in any situation, in any uh, season or, or, you know, stuff that arise out of nowhere. That's where first Peter come from. That's what he was talking about when he said, don't be, don't be uh, thinking not strange of the fiery child that has come to try you. As it, though it was some strange thing, like why? Why did this happen? Why? It go back to Job twenty three, I think twenty three and ten. As you went through the fire, is to be tried, and you're gonna come out pure as gold. So, if we are alive to God, we will respond in love and obedience to His word and in His spirit. And this is when he be talking to me, man. I just be jotting this stuff down quick, quick. And, you know, when you're praying, you got to make sure he says he hears us when we pray. But the activation is the cry behind it. And there's a difference in a cry. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, you got all type of cries. Mm-hmm. You, it's, boy, look at him. As Papa Joe talked about it's like you can have a certain crime where it's like you're not believing God. It's like a self-pity cry. But no, what God wants is a cry out to him for. He feel that pain. Help me. The help need, me cry. I need your help. And I'm trusting that you're you're hearing me. I'm believing that you're hearing me. And I know you're going to come through. Yep. Because you can be. In a place where you got that pity cry and you, you're you stuck with the pity cry and not the cry of, pick me up, God, here I am. It's a difference. And it's and God knows the difference. Like um, Apostle had said, you know, if we are parents and we hear our, our newborn baby crying or, you know, like a four-month-old crying, what are we going to do? Are we going to just let the baby cry? Or are we going to come and see what's wrong? That's how God is with us. He loves us past the maternal and paternal love that we have for our own children. He loves us past that. And so when he hears that certain cry, that certain sound, he's going to come to our rescue. And that's why God was saying, like, you cannot sustain an anointing where you have not been healed at because you it's like he says you're wavering in and out but you're, you're in him 
but you're wavering because you're trying to find you know it's, it's like you're going in and out of carnality and then back into the spirit carnal spirit carnal spirit and when you do that that affects him that's why he he says cry out to me with your whole heart like he said what what is that and in the book of james he says effectual prayer of a the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much like she was saying like when she taught on on last Saturday, Sabbath mm -hmm. about compassion and mercy and daddy followed it followed behind everything was in line when, when daddy preached it uh, I think she said Tremaine she Sister spoke Jermaine. on it mm -hmm. on women's age women's mm-hmm and then when she spoke on it it's like when you get into his presence and you get to praying he'll throw things on your mind what you seen during out the day from a person's face or how how it felt like i was telling a guy today i i in a, every time i i roll by him it's like i just felt them it's like it ain't a timid stare but it's like a oh man i don't want to mess up i don't want to disappoint anybody or I got to do what I got to do or this to be liked or this and that. Uh-uh. Mm -hmm. But that moved me because I know how he is. So I was trying to give him the confidence. Everybody don't have that confidence. Mm -hmm. But when you have, when you're in Christ and you let the spirit move, he shows you that when you come easy and you feel him. Yeah. You will feel their that. So when you feel another person's fight and cry, mm -hmm. that's how God feels. Like when we're going through an infirmity, infirmity, and He, that's how He moves from off of love and compassion. When you go out through throughout the Bible, that's what He talks about. Mm -hmm. And then He says, "With Thy love and kindness, have I drawn Thee?" But just to have that touch. And feel like, man, I, when I tell you, man, I I told I said, look, bro, I understand what you're going through, how you fit. I know how you are. But I said, do not let anybody run over you. I said, I won't let it happen. So for me telling him that, I went into prayer instantly, you know, because I watch out for a lot of people. You know, I try to help them, but you can't help everybody because a lot, mm -hmm. some people like Drain being you. broken because it gets them the attention of brokenness gets the attention for people to just mm -hmm. for them to get the oh like she was talking about the self-pity stuff uh-uh man you gotta come up out of that there's a person i know i'm not gonna say it was a female or a male but yeah. there's a person i know i've been knowing them for a while and i mean let me preface this by saying to each his own yeah However, there's a practice that they do every, um, I'm not going to say the month. It's a certain month of the year. They practice this self-pity thing. Uh, it was an incident that took place in their life. And they choose to remember the day, the time, what happened. What they were wearing they choose to do that and they go through this metamorphosis 
of just, you know, the regular self to being in this self-pity. And they truly feel that if they didn't go through the pity process, that they're not honoring the the incident, which to me is torment. It, it tormented stuck. me. It's just like they say, to watch them heart is wax cold as you stuck. To watch them go through that, yeah. but they choose to do it. On purpose. Yes, it was a sad situation. Yes, it hurt. But for me, I don't remember dates of 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 um, loved ones' death on purpose. I might know the month, and I may remember the year, but I don't hold on to any of that on purpose because number one I don't want to relive it number two that's it they're going on and I'm here and life brings about change and situations and all that stuff and that's how you handle it but to get in that place where you're on purpose going through a self-pity for attention I mean, that says that there's some other areas in you that need to be fixed as well. That's it. But I said all that to say this. Self-pity is not a fixer. It's really something that'll bring you further down. But for you to choose it, it's better than to choose to be happier, to move on from it that to soak in it because to me that'll take you to a place and what if you go there you choose every year to go to this place what if one day you just can't come out of that being stuck thank god for deliverance yes thank you thank god for deliverance and i'm glad you brought that up because now we can go in the book of romans 9 18 through 19 and daddy spoke on this i think he i think he brought the scripture up Therefore, hath he mercy on whom he will have mercy and whom he will harden it. Thou will say then unto me, why doth he yet find fault? For who hath resisted his will? Nay, but, O man, who art thou that repliest against God? Think about it. Who? Why? Shall the thing formed say to him that formed it, Why hast thou made me thus? Have not the potter power over the clay? I mean, come on. That, that's a, if that ain't clear enough right there. God is the potter. We are the clay. So if he did a thing, he can fix it. And then it says, he hath not the part of power of over the clay of the same lump to make one vessel unto honor and another unto dishonor. So he's saying, basically, if I made <laughs> good, evil, bad, sad, happy, if I made all this, who are you to tell me or ask me why am I 
in this position. I can change anything. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah 32 and 27. I am the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? He was telling little Jeremiah that because he was he was worrying about speaking in front of folk. He said, don't worry about their faces. I got this. You do what I told you to do. Mm-hmm. Shut your mouth and get out there. And you, I'm a matter of fact, I'm going to put my hand over your mouth and put my word in you. Yes. Now I'm going to give you this holy boldness. So when people that stuck like that all over, we might not know or we might do know, you know, the situations that they're in. But guess what? That's not for us to judge. We're not going to judge that. But if we see it, how we can change that narrative is the way we walk and live. If they say, oh, she used to be like that. He used to be like that. But they see a whole nother countenance. Why is that? Like I spoke earlier, stay, change the way you pray. If you're tired of uh, reaping, change the way you sow. Change. Let's let's go in and say, "Oh, hello, God. I I need I need a metamorphosis right now." Mm-hmm. You know what? I need your name to be glorified in my day, through my praise, in my walk, in my situation, in my mind. Why am I having all this stuff happen to me? Lord, whatever's in me that's not like you, get it at the root, like Daddy say. Get it at the root. I need to live. Mm-hmm. To be spiritually minded is to have life and peace. I don't want to be a dead man walking mm-hmm. on the inside because I can't change my narrative. Because mm-hmm. I'm stuck where I'm at Because I won't let go mm-hmm. Or I can't change Or even if I see people's not changing around me I can change the situation That brings me to a situation I just um, experienced With a kid, with a student And like you said You spoke to that person earlier today Like, you know, don't let it gave them a, a boost. Like yeah. it get like somebody cares. Somebody yeah. is really looking out for me, knowing you never know what's in the household. And so a lot of times God allows us to go through situations, experiences for us to take on that knowledge and to pass it on. Exactly. And for him to get the glory at all times. Because we're not living for us. That's right. We're not for what we go through, we're not living for us it took me a minute to really get that down deep you know i'm not living for me i can't the, live for me the things that we've endured people period have endured if we get that knowledge just that nugget you're not living for yourself and what you're enduring and you know while you're going through you may not really understand it, but go through it to get that understanding right and so when you say you helped um that young man today um there was a young girl um was uh I'm just gonna say this. There's a teacher that I mean at times just really give kids and everybody knows that give kids hard time. And so this particular child and I don't know why we get to <laughs> when seniors get to a certain place and people wanna block them from achieving. But it's a reason for everything. So the little girl was in situation. And so um, I've been knowing she and her, her family for a while. And so I told her, I said, hey, I wasn't going to have a pity party with her. And sometimes you got to be a little, you got to be stronger 
for that person. And you got to show strength. Not that you're being rude or heartless, but you got to show strength for them. So I said, look here, this is what you got to do. And I told her what to do. And she was so upset. She was, I mean, she lashed out at me and I was like, hold up. Wait a minute, I'm trying to help you. I couldn't take it to heart that she lashed out at me because I already knew she was upset. But I told her, this is what you have to do. And I said, this is a sign to you that where you're going, you're going to be great. I said, because you have to learn how to deal with difficult people and difficult situations in order to come out on top. And I said, do this, do that, do this. And she's, but, uh, mm -mm, no, but you got to draw a line in the sand. Let's go. And so she did what I told her to do. And on her journey, she's still on it. But after that, on her journey, some adversity still showed up. I said, no, ma'am, you got to gotta stay strong. You got to keep it moving. Come on. Come on now. So you do this this time. Do this this time. And glory be to God for the knowledge. And so just recently, I checked up on her, called her to my office, and she came in with a big smile. She has progressed, and she is in a better state than she was. But that's something she had to learn. You cannot stay in a situation mad, emotional, stuck on what happened, what's going on. You got to find the strength to keep it moving. That's it. You do. And I'm talking to my Isha. I'm talking to myself. You have to find the strength to keep it moving regardless of what's going on. Change how you respond to it. Change how you see it. And what I hearing God say all the time, he said, you got to trust me. Trust me. Because if he allowed it to surface, it's for a purpose. Like the Bible said, well, you have not known it when it has come forth. That's right. You may not understand now what's going on, but later on you will. I love that scripture. I love that. I paraphrase it, but I love that scripture. When Jesus said, you you may not know what's going on right now, but later on you will. That's why we got to keep the right mind, keep the right spirit, read his word for what is worth and what he's saying. And not lean, like you said, don't lean out onto your own understanding. That's where we get misconstrued and messed up at when we step out of him and start getting in us and talking and saying this and this because it sound good or we feeling this type of way. God, if it ain't God, keep your mouth closed. Don't speak unadvisedly. You will cause yourself the error. And that brings me to these two, two scriptures here in Jeremiah 30, 7 through 8. Alas, for that day is great. So that no none is like it. It is even the time of Jacob's trouble. But he shall be saved out of it. For it shall come to pass in that day, saith the Lord of hosts, that I will break his yoke from off thy neck. And I and will burst thy bonds. And strangers shall no more serve themselves of him. 
30 and 17. For I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord, because they called thee an outcast, saying, This is Zion, whom no man seeketh after. Like, don't worry about it. Like I said in the book of Job, don't worry about the situation. Don't worry about how it looks. Don't worry about how it feels. All affliction is not bad affliction. Mm -mm. But he has to get his glory. If you have fallen astray, fell off, like he says in John 14, 18, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Like he says in Psalms 94, Though our foot slippeth, O Lord my God, held me up. Don't worry, he's not going to let you go out there that far and not watch over his word. You are a word that was created from him. So how come he won't watch over you? And that's what he says in uh in uh Jeremiah 31 and 27 through 28. He said, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will sow the house of Israel and the house of Judah with the seed of man and with the seed of beast. Now watch this. This is the key verse. And it shall come to pass that like as I have watched over them to pluck up and to break down and to throw down and to destroy and to afflict. So will I watch over them to build and to plant, saith the Lord. And like you said, every affliction is not. It's not. It's not bad. It's not. And I, I like how Elder Baker brought it up the other night about how, you know, when the um, the man was born blind, they said, "Who, who sinned? Was it him? Was it his mama? His daddy? Who sinned? It wasn't that sin. caused that? And it was not unto sin. What it was, it was created. It was a created opportunity for God to get glory because what happened later on, he was healed from being blind, right? God wants us to see his power. He wants us to know that he is power and that he will perform it. See, that situation there, I feel, was for the non-believers mm -hmm. because they believe what he did. Well, they didn't believe. They, they were doubting mm -hmm. him and just like with Lazarus, it was like, man, if I would have came in three days, y'all would have thought it was the witchcraft and all that other stuff. So I had to wait till his body was stinking because it says this death is not. Well, this sickness is not unto death, mm -hmm. but it's for the glory of God. So that right there was he was born to go through all of that. You don't know why God kept his eyes shut for a reason mm -hmm. up until that appointed time. And see, with Lazarus, you know, um, within the culture, it was like um, they believe if after up until three days that the spirit is hovering. It's still there. Yeah. It's still there. So Jesus waited on purpose till the fourth day because that just knocked out their whole little science right like there. Like you said, because I wanted him to stink. I wanted y'all yeah. to know that this carcass was, even though they were still carnally minded, because mm -hmm. he was like, didn't y'all not? Y'all not see what I've done? Do y'all not believe what my word is? I said he sleep. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, Mary and Martha, they just, they just distraught. So it was like, all right, look, look, he's dead. Okay. Just clear that he's dead, but I'm finna wake him up. Mm -hmm. 
Because if you felt behind that when he was on his way and he heard that groan, that cry, that was a love cry. That moved God. And that's when he sent this power. So think about it. When you move God, like the song say, what goes up must come down. When praises go up, what happens? Blessings have to come down. He watches over his word. If you don't get nothing else today, God watches over his word. He take care of his word. He watches over his word. When you're in him, this is not for everybody, but when you're in him, He's in you. Like he says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. If you leave from out of carnality, stop minding the things of the flesh or what you can see and touch. It's bigger than this. Mm -hmm. It's way more. It's way more. He has to, he send you through these things to see if he can trust you with his word. Mm -hmm. Trust you with his secrets. Because if you get them and then you go off It's just like I said It's Once you get what you got from the source You got the resource Then you leave until oh something happened Now you got to come back nah, He wants you to stay grounded That's why sometimes he sends you through Certain trials and afflictions to remind you Look man I'm God I'm God I don't care how old you are I'm God that's why he was like, I'm the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me in Genesis or was it De Deuteronomy? Because that was uh, for Sarah when she was having a baby at an old age. Was it Sarah? Moses' wife. Abraham. Abraham. My Lord, forgive me. That's all right. I'm speaking ahead. You. I'm going ahead. I'm running my mind, you. running at 100 miles per hour. Because I'm just so excited because I know what he can do. I watch it every day. Mm -hmm. I feel it every day. I see it. I see change. And I see miracles. Like I said, you got to change your speech. Mm -hmm. Change your speech. Change your speech. You got to change it because like when I, I go into like a worship mode, and I, and I tell God, I want this to happen so it can be, it can be accepted. I want you to accept it. So I want you to hear a little piece of this right here by my brother, Victor Thompson. Oh, bless you, Lord.
in that let your worship be that's in his language that's in his tongues his, i mean that's a, a pure deep worship that's how when you pray things begin to happen when you get into that worship like i'm talking about when i get in in my 30 minutes when i get off and i i just straight go in when you, you gotta enter that i mean he's 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 Sweet and peaceful. But yeah, that's that. I mean, that's all I got for today is let his name be glorified in your praise, in your worship, in your thinking, and you're going and you're going coming. It gets rough, y'all, but that's where he'll meet you. Right there in the roughness, when you steal away to a quiet place, and you may not have much to say. You ain't got to say nothing. Just get in there and he feels And get it. in position. That's it. And just say, here I am, God. Have your way. He already know what you want. He yeah. already know what you need. All he want is his affectional, affectual, fervent prayer of the righteous so it can avail much. much. 
That's it. I mean, that's all I got. When he stops, I'm stopping. Cause that, I mean, that uh, boy, look, that that was my worship song right there, man. And and I I, I almost went off. I would have let it keep rolling. We would have been on here. We would have been in here. But that's how you do it. That's 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 the in- introduction there. Just get it. Just get you some worship music. If it, I mean, if you don't like silence, I mean, it's nothing wrong with having worship music. Don't just play anything you gotta you gotta hear from god with that just let it be instrumentals or something and just talk to him and just sit there and meditate here he'll show itself Mm -hmm. you'll feel it every time i get up it's a fog in here Mm. the holy ghost cloud so with that being said i just want to say we thank you for today Thank you. Thank you. I hope y'all got something out of this. Like you know I did. Amen. I did too. I'm talking about. Amen. Amen. So Amen. we're going to do our closing remarks. Amen. for these announcements <laughs> I'm pulling them up y'all amen oh, amen here we go we can't heal the word world today but we can begin with a voice of compassion a heart of love and an act of kindness Trust God for the outcome, for he has never called us to walk according to foreknowledge, but to walk by faith, even into the unknowns with total and complete trust in him. Amen, amen, amen. And I just thank God for today. So with that being said, would you bow your heads and close your eyes? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for allowing us to come through on this podcast, Lord God. We ask that you touch their ears, Lord God. Let them hear what you had to present today, Lord God, from us, Lord God. Help us to live this day as dead indeed to sin and alive in you, Lord God. Lord God, give us the focus of our life, Lord God. All of the spiritual exercises that you animate, Lord God, in us, that you see, you allow us to see, Lord God. You allow us to endure, to go through, Lord God, to help somebody else, to help us, to help somebody else. Lord God, we're not perfect, Lord God, but Lord, we want to let your name be glorified in our praise, in our worship, in our going, in our coming out, Lord God, in our coming back in, Lord God. And we don't enter uh, into your gates without praise lord god we're going to make sure we glorify magnify your name lord god and we ask that you keep us in all our ways lord god as we sleep as we get up lord god in your will it's not our will lord god but let your will be done and we ask that you keep us lord god everywhere we go house car stores everything in jesus name we pray thank god Amen. amen and we are